Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome back to the Kennedy Dynasty Podcast. I'm your host, Allison, and today I decided to do something special. I normally don't release episodes this early in the week, but it's Halloween and Halloween's awesome. And I got a request a while back for a Halloween episode talking about the Kennedys and how they celebrated. And I was like, that's fun. So you're welcome. Here's a Halloween episode on Halloween. All right, let's get to some fun Halloween stuff. So I did research on the Kennedys first, and then I saw that the White House Historical Association had a few articles on Halloween traditions and some spooky stories in the White House, so I had to add that as well. So I'm going to start out with the White House, then get to the Kennedys, pretty much. I will be reading and relying heavily on these sources from the White House Historical Association because, well, they're facts and they're kind of no other way that I could word anything other than what they gave me. So I will be reading from them. Great sources. Uh, I encourage you to go look at the photos and stuff that go along with them. According to the White House Historical Association, Halloween celebrations at the White House began in 1958, which would have been during Dwight Eisenhower's administration, when First Lady Mamie Eisenhower decorated the White House for the occasion. So they had skeletons and jack-o'-lanterns and the dried stalks of corn and all kinds of stuff like that. And then from there, it just kind of took off. So the Kennedys actually began the tradition of hosting a trick-or-treat Halloween event along with a private family party for friends and staff. And larger events have been held on the grounds of the White House for Halloween ever since the Kennedys did that. But according to this article, it says Halloween took on more significance during the Richard Nixon administration as the first family hosted a series of public events for kids. So they did a bunch of fun parties and stuff at the White House uh, around the Halloween season. And I'm not going to read on the rest of these because it's kind of the same kind of thing. But basically, since the Eisenhowers started decorating for Halloween and the Kennedys kind of took it on as a tradition and made it a, a thing to celebrate within the White House, every president since then has done their own thing, which is super cool. But here's where it got interesting and spooky. There are notorious ghost stories and legends that have happened in the White House. And I don't know how I didn't know this, but I didn't until now. And I just think it's so interesting. I mean, I'm talking like Ghost of Abraham Lincoln. I'm talking crazy stuff going on. So I found an awesome article on that that I will be referencing here. Okay, so this is where like the origin stories kind of come for this. It says, in 1862 to 1863, Mary Todd Lincoln was grieving over her son Willie's death in February, which Willie died within the White House, and began participating in spirit circles or seances in the Red Room at the White House and the Presidential Cottage at the Soldier's Home, which, creepy. So spiritualism was wildly popular during the height of the Civil War as families sought comfort for the loss of their loved ones. And then you skip a little bit forward in 1901 to 1904, Jeremiah, who's called Jerry Smith, started working at the White House during the Ulysses S. Grant administration in the late 1860s as a footman and served as footman, butler, cook, doorman, and official duster until his retirement approximately 35 years later. A popular character and storyteller, reporters could always count on Smith on a slow news day. He claimed to have seen the ghost of Lincoln, Grant, McKinley, and several first ladies. 
And then it says in 1911, there was one little known spirit in the unidentified 15-year-old boy called the Thing that greatly frightened the Taft domestic staff in 1911. President Taft's military aide, may y'all get a load of this name, oh my gosh, Major Archibald Butt. <laughs> like, I'm older than 12, but oh my God, that's a name and a half. And I'm so sorry if I'm offending some Archibald Butts out there. <laughs> if, if you guys have that as the kind of family name, but that is a name and a half. So Anyway, President Taft's military aide, Major Archibald Bud. I can't get through it. What, what is wrong with me? Okay. Anyway, he wrote to his sister Clara, the ghost, it seems, is a young boy about 14 or 15 years old. They say that the first knowledge one has of the presence of the thing is a slight pressure on the shoulder, as if someone were leaning over your shoulder to see what you might be doing. President Taft ordered Butt to tell the White House staff that the first member to repeat stories about the thing would be fired. Okay, so here's the list of ghost lore and sightings. I don't know why I'm so into this, but I am. It's so much fun. Okay, so Abraham Lincoln. He appears in the Lincoln bedroom and yellow oval room. First Lady Grace Coolidge, Prime Minister Winston Churchill, and Queen Wilhelmina of the Netherlands claim to have seen Abraham Lincoln. And then Willie Lincoln, who died in the White House, was seen in the White House by staff members of the Grant administration in the 1870s. Then Andrew Jackson, supposedly lying in his bed in the Queen's room, which is the Rose Room, lets out a guttural laugh that has been heard in the White House since the 1860s. Mary Todd Lincoln claimed to have heard Jackson stomping and swearing. Imagine walking by a hall in the White House and hearing a guttural laugh from Andrew Jackson. Ooh, no. Also, Thomas Jefferson plays his violin in the yellow oval room. So I guess he and Abraham Lincoln just have an old party in the oval room. Dolly Madison protects the Rose Garden. John Tyler haunts the Blue Room, proposing to Julia Gardner, his second wife. William Henry Harrison haunts the Attic. He was the first president to die in the White House, too. Abigail Adams hung laundry in the East Room, and contemporary staff can smell wet laundry in the scent of lavender. That just gave me chills. That's creepy. Unnamed British soldier who perished during the War of 1812 roams the White House gardens holding a torch. David Burns owned the land on which the White House now stands, and he has been seen or heard in the Yellow Oval Room. Man, the Yellow Oval Room is bumping. Like, that is a party and a half for the spirits. It's like the Haunted Mansion when you, you know, in Disney, when you're going through the ride in the Haunted Mansion and then you get to the ballroom scene and they're all dancing and stuff. That's kind of how I'm picturing um, the Yellow Oval Room, except with all of our forefathers. <laughs> so maybe that's a new ride for Disney World. I'll pitch it to the Imagineers. Anyway, back to it. Anna Surratt, Surratt bangs on the doors of the White House pleading to see President Andrew Johnson because she was there to beg for a pardon for her mother, Lincoln assassination conspirator Mary Surratt. So that is the White House Historical Association spiel on Halloween and spirits and spookies and all the things. So thank you to them for writing such awesome articles that I could reference here. They're always a great source. Now here I'm going to insert a clip from... Well, the clip aired on the Today Show, but it's from Jenna Bush Hager sharing a creepy story about a haunting in the White House and her experience with it on The Kelly Clarkson Show. The one and only Jenna Bush Hager. Jenna was on the, she's going to be on The Kelly Clarkson Show later this afternoon. They played a fun game of true or false. And when Kelly asked Jenna if it's true that there are ghosts in the White House, Jenna recalled her and Barbara's scary experience hearing 1920s piano music just starting to play out of nowhere from the fireplace while they were in bed. It was the middle of the night and you could feel the music out of the fireplace. And I know we tried to talk ourselves out of it too. Like I can see you, what do you think? 
Um, what I think is I would have immediately exited the premises. <laughs> oh into each other's beds. Oh, terrified. You say 1920s piano music, and that is literally like a horror film to me, like <laughs> late in the night. It was definitely terrifying. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no, I'm good. I've been there once. I definitely won't be visiting again. Okay, so now that we've gotten through all that, let's get to the very iconic and viral Kennedy Halloween of 1963. Now, that's the one where you can see it's Jackie wearing basically like a black trash bag over her head. And then she has her sister-in-law, Jane Kennedy Smith, with her. And she's wearing like a red one over her head. And the kids are dressed as, I'm looking at it right now. It's kind of hard to identify exactly what they're dressed as. But John Jr. looks like he's wearing like a, a skeleton suit and then like a clown mask. And Caroline's wearing what I think is like a witch costume, I think. But they are incognito, I will say that. And they're wearing red rain boots. So this was the iconic photos. You kind of, if you if you go look at the JFK Library and their album on it, you see the kids running around having fun in the Oval Office, eating candy, uh, holding a black cat with their cousin Maria Shriver. It just looks like a very American Halloween. Gene Kennedy Smith actually spoke to Town & Country several years ago and said, as much as possible, Jackie wanted her children to have the experience of typical American children. So one Halloween, she decided that we would dress up and take them trick-or-treating around Washington, D.C. Worried that Jackie would be recognized by her distinctive voice, I was always the person to knock on the door and pronounce trick-or-treat, Smith said. Then she goes on and says, we made it through several houses anonymously until someone spotted the Secret Service and our cover was blown. Still we, and most importantly the children, had a marvelous time. These pictures always kind of evoke emotion for me because it looks like like my family's Halloweens. And it's just very, like I said before, typical American Halloween. Kids having fun with their parents. You can look inside the Kennedy White House and see such a normal family, even though it's literally the president of the United States and who we and our culture and Camelot and everything has built this machine around this alluring presidency but you can see in a window into their lives that's so very normal if that makes any sense i very much encourage you to go look at all of them and see that 60s halloween style and it's just really cool to look at and like i said go read these articles from the white house historical association they've got some photos on there and it's just really cool to look at I hope you've enjoyed this very special Halloween episode. I hope that you have a very fun Halloween, whether you celebrate or you don't. I hope you have a great day regardless, and keep it spooky. Come on and vote for Kennedy, vote for Kennedy, keep America strong. Kennedy, he just keeps rolling up. Kennedy, he just keeps rolling up. Kennedy, he just keeps rolling up. Around 10,000 BCE, families and tribes of the ancestors to the people of Britain would arrive in the southern part of the island after crossing from land that bridged from Europe. The Welsh built houses, communities, kingdoms, and continued to survive through Romans, Saxons, Danes, and Normans. The language and culture influenced by these sources continued to change and thrive, becoming ancient and modern at the same time. Join me as we travel through the history, meeting the kings, queens, nobles, and everyday people that create and grew modern Wales from the seeds of the ancient past. Creoso, and welcome to the Welsh History Podcast.